Welcome to First and Filoni. Uh, this is our week 13 edition. Uh, last week of the regular season, it's been a this season went by really fast. I don't know, I don't know what, what you guys think. Uh, but joining me as always is Mr. Andrew Cooper, and then uh, special guest is uh, Miss Livy herself. How, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good, tired, pretty good. Got a new job. There you go. Uh, money maker, <laughs> All right, well, well, let's let's go ahead and get right into it here. Um, Dino Baber is finally fired. Andrew, you called this one. Um, out at Syracuse, he starts off hot every year, and then when he actually plays real teams, it seems like they uh, fall short quite a bit. Um, where does the Syracuse job rank with the A and M and Mississippi State? What What do you guys think? Is it third? Is it behind both of them? Is it ahead of one of them? What do you guys think? Where Where do you guys rank them? I think it's third. I think I would want to go to A and M, then Mississippi State, and Syracuse. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be my order as well. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I would lean actually maybe more towards Mississippi State to if I wasn't established. But I, I think I think that's a fair fair order. Um, they're all very well. I think any any SEC school is always going to take the cake, right? Like even still to this day, uh, SEC is going to take the cake over over an ACC school at this point. Um, <laughs> but but that's the latest coach who was fired. It looks like Chip Kelly saved his job. Uh, at least for the time being, I haven't heard anything. And then Sam Pittman actually, I think, got a year extension, which is really surprising. Um, next, we need to talk about the Cupcake Week in the SEC. Um, some big news that happened. Uh, Auburn was a 25-point um, favorite over New Mexico State, paid them $1.8 million to come and play them, um, and then loses outright. Um, are you nervous if you're Hugh Freeze or – are you still giving them a grace because it's the first year? I think you got to give them a grace. It's the first year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would be nervous. I, I would say he's on. If he doesn't start off hot next year, he's going to be gone midseason. That's just a tough loss. I mean, no, New Mexico State's pretty good this year, but you paid him $1.85 million to come play. Like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> where Alabama paid Chattanooga six hundred thousand, and they rounded them by fifty six points or whatever it was. So maybe better pick your cupcake schedules, or just don't have one at all. Uh, next point of business: ACC championship is set. It's a really fun game, Miami and Louisville. Miami had two chances to win the game; they should have won it. It wasn't Tyler Van Dyke's fault. Receivers just dropped the ball at the end. Um, with Jordan Travis out, do you think Louisville has a shot? No, I could still yes, think FSU's got it. Why Why do you think that, Libby? Because I'm on the same page as Andrew. I, I think Louisville's got a shot. Really? Dad and I both agreed FSU still got it. They're, that quarterback didn't look too bad, though. I, I still think FSU's got it. Andrew, the only thing that's serious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – the only thing that really scares me with that is, is he doesn't have a whole lot of playing experience, especially going into – they are at Miami this weekend, right? Um, no, they're at State. Florida. Florida State's at Florida this week. FSU. 
Yeah. yeah, they're going into a really tough environment. So I just don't know if, you know, him not having a whole lot of experience playing in a big time environment yeah. in the swamp, especially on a rivalry game. I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen this weekend. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Rodemaker's pretty good. He was Norvell's first recruit um, from Valdosta, Georgia. So kind of close um, to FSU yeah, in an hour or two, three hours. Two to three hours, I guess. Um, they had the team around them, but Louisville just keeps winning these games that I don't think that they can win. Like Coach Brown's got yeah, they're, them. they're a 20, 20, 2023 version of TCU. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a very good, very good way of putting it. And to be honest, I think if if I was a if I was a betting man, and I kind of am, I think the chances that FSU loses to Florida or Louisville is pretty pretty high. Um, now, should they lose to either one of them? No, but I think that they, I think that there's a possibility that they might. Um, with Jordan Travis out, if they go undefeated and run the table, uh, hypothetically, we have the undefeated Big Ten champ. We have. <clears throat> we'll just for this scenario. Um, we'll have we'll say Washington goes undefeated. So you have two undefeateds in. Um, no, no, not for this scenario. We won't do that. What if what if Oregon beats Washington in Pac-12? Texas wins the Big 12 um, championship. Bama beats Georgia in the SEC. So you have a bunch of one-loss teams and only one undefeated Florida State. Does Florida State get in? Right. I don't think so. They're going to use – the committee is going to use – no, I think the committee is going to use the Jordan Travis injury against Florida State if it comes down to that. I have to agree with you, but that's really – that's an awful precedent setting an undefeated Power 5 champ going in. All right, break it. Breaking news, George, breaking news, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and Washington are top four right now. Yeah, I can see that. Washington shouldn't be there because they've looked awful the second half of the season. But I mean I we'll we'll see. I, I think it's I think it's fun fun to kind of see like what will happen with, with Florida State. I, I don't know if they make it or not. Libby, what's your thoughts? If they go undefeated, are they in? Yeah. I I just they should be theoretically, right? And yeah. I don't know. I just don't know. And yeah, they're undefeated, but I, I don't know. Jordan Travis I, I, was quietly having a very good year. He was. Uh-huh. I mean I guess we'll guess we'll see you there. Um and so now we're we'll, you know, kind of going into it. We got one week left. Heisman candidates are kind of uh, shaking out. I think there's three um, that are still in it. I think Bo Nix, uh, Michael Penix, and Jaden Daniels. Um, those would be my choices. Uh, so two questions for you. Should there be anybody else up there nominated? And make your case for who's your Heisman. Um, Libby, if you want to go ahead and go first or you want to go second we'll let andrew go first on this one there you go we got andrew, good make idea. your case for make your heisman pick and your maker case for it 
Uh, if we had you talking like stuff, we had to pick right now. If you had to pick right now, and it can be those three, or it can be any of the anybody else. Yes. I think those three are the highest. Well, me, only two. Yeah, I mean, to me, only two that really stand out are you know Bo Nix and Michael Penix. Um, I just see the thing is, is they both are coming from the same conference. So, I mean, if you're the Heisman voters, you going with uh, on the feet of Michael Penix who beat Bo Nix. Or you go on Bo Nix, who's lit it up, but the team, yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, Bo Nix torched Arizona State for what six, six touchdowns, touchdowns the other day. Yeah, he he's looked yes. scary the last two weeks, like very scary. That's what I'm saying. If I had to go with the most consistent to me, the most consistent through twelve weeks of football to me is Bo Nix. See, I I have to disagree. Even when he had even when he had his bad games, yeah. he still looked decent. He still completed – his completion rate was still as what it is now. See, I would agree with you if Jaden Daniels wasn't having the season he was having. If it wasn't yeah, for Jaden Daniels, Daniels, if it wasn't for Jaden Daniels, LSU would be a 4-5 loss team. And and it's a shame that they have, what, two or three losses now? I think you're right. I think Bo Nix, I think it's his to take. But it's a shame that, that they're going to kind of look over what Jaden Daniels – I'm not saying Bo Nix hasn't had a good season. He's he's had an amazing season. But I think Jaden Daniels – I mean, just – I know Florida's bad defense, but 370 yards passing and 250 yards rushing, like, was absolutely nuts. So, I mean, I, I I have to side with you, Andrew. I think Bo Nix, I think it hits his to lose. If he wins the Pac-12 championship, I, I think so. I'm with you. Yeah. Just, Michael Penix just has not looked good lately. Libby, what are, what are your thoughts? Who, who would nah, you he's not the same. Yeah. I think Nix will probably take it. You may give you Mark's pick, Bo Nix. Yeah. But I, I like Jaden Daniels. You got to get Uncle Mark on on a guest uh, guest show one week next year. Yeah, come here, Mark. <laughs> come here. What? Just come here. We'll get his we'll get his picks as well at the end of the at the end of the show too. So have his picks ready. Tell him to have his picks ready. I have your picks ready to hear. Do you want to say why you think Bo my next? Pick, my picks are out. Do you? You don't want me to pick. <laughs> What, Bo Nix? I just think he's had a better uh, season. I mean, yeah, the one Washington yeah. lost, but that wasn't really on him. It's, I mean, he's had an outstanding season this year. Um, Jaden Daniels is putting up big numbers too, though, if you're going to go yeah, on Yeah, I said Jaden Daniels. Yeah, he's he's doing that, but they also have two losses. Yeah. No, I, that's that's very fair. I, I'm, I'm with both of you and Andrew on this one. I think, I think Bo Nix will win it, but if we're actually talking about solely – individual stats and if Jaden Daniels wasn't on LSU like LSU would be a 4-5 loss team right now exactly and I agree with that um Jaden Daniels is the big part of why LSU's winning uh, the only part. like I said they still had to they still had the two losses but yeah you know I yeah individual you, are you doing individual stats or are you doing more as a Heisman so, type team type 
I mean, so unfortunately, the Heisman isn't the individual player anymore. Over the last fifteen years, it's been uh, player plus team, best best player on the best team. Exactly, right. right. Uh, and swinging, I mean, to me, you probably ought to go somebody with a defense, and I, I don't know who that, that would be. But you're always, it's always a quarterback. It seems like, and yeah. they get, I, the, I they think get if props, gonna so. get. If Bowers didn't get hurt, I think Bowers would be up there. I think if if Marvin Harrison oh, yeah. was a quarterback, I think yeah. Marvin Harrison would be up there. Right. If Brock Bowers didn't get hurt, he'd be the front runner. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. And I, I, it's a shame that Carson Beck is getting overlooked at this point because he's having an amazing season too. He's 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 seventy two percent completion rating. He's thrown less than ten interceptions. Like he's he's balling out. But the team that he's on. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> so, I mean, the team, I mean, I'd probably throw for seventy-two percent completion rate too on that team. So, yeah. I mean, anyway, it's that, there's there's no clear front runner. It was kind of like my my thing. I think Bo Nix is going to win it at this point. I would have said Penix earlier in the year, but no, I, I, I don't think Penix is going to win it. Penix doesn't. He hasn't impressed me. I think it's a toss-up. You got Daniels and, and Knicks. Those two are going to take it down to the wire. And yeah. it all depends on these championship games. Yep. Really, LSU's not going to be in a championship game. But mm-hmm. the way LSU plays throughout their next, what, game or two, and then it's Bo Nix, what he does in the next two games, his championship-type deal. So yep. it's, it's all going to depend on those two. And that's that's what I think it's going to come down to. I think that's a very fair assessment. I, I, I think that sums it up pretty pretty well there. Um, but let's go ahead and just move into uh, last week recap. Um, for game of the week, I'll, I'll go first and I'll knock mine out. Um, Got a game Andrew, was, Andrew was texting me about the, uh, the Washington-Oregon State game, but I wasn't on that. I was on the Florida-Missouri game. That game was fun to watch. Both defenses, like before Graham Mertz got hurt, and he was just rolling down the field. And uh, Schrader and Cook from Missouri were just rolling down the field on Florida. Like, that second half was so fun to watch. It was back and forth. Uh, and then, of course, you know, for the brand, we had to go with uh, Mavis to get the game-winning kick. Um, if Florida had any kind of defense on fourth and 15, they would have won. But um, Missouri squeaks out a win there. So that was my game of the game of the week. I think if Mertz didn't get hurt, I think Florida wins it. Libby, what was your game of the week last week? Um, I didn't watch much. Um, what I did watch was Louisville, Miami. Louisville squeaked that one out eventually. That was a fun game too. It was, and then our uh, state's game. Yeah, what what happened there? Because uh, I turned don't it on, ask. it was like thirty-five to seven or twenty. Don't ask. And then I turned it back on, and it was twenty-one thirty-five, and I'm like, "There's something about that fourth quarter. We just like to just bring it in a little bit." They they because I watched a couple plays, and that defense just was swallowing up drones. Like you couldn't get anything going, and then all of a sudden, Tech was back in it. Yeah, don't ask. I I don't even know. Andrew, what was your what was your game of the week? Hey, Kansas State and Kansas. That was pretty yeah. good. Third string quarterback, Kansas somehow keeps being in these games, dude. 
Yeah, I don't understand that, but they are. They're fun to watch too. Like I, I think he's got to go to a different school, right? Like he's he's gonna get the Mississippi State job, right? Like he's perfect for that. You would think. I thought you were gonna say uh, the Oregon State game because you were you were uh, hard on my boy DJ during that game. He's not looking bad this like season. Him. You haven't watched him this season. He's he's completely different than he was at Clemson, but. You were like, typical DJ because he turned the ball over. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it is typical DJ. Turn the ball over. All right. Um, let's move on to the player of the week. Andrew, we'll get you on your player of the week, man. Who you got? I had two. You probably um, have one of mine. Maybe. Well, Bo, Bo Nix is my number one. Yeah. 24, 29. Yeah. Four yards, six touchdowns, and I also went with the freshman out of Arizona, Noah Fafita, or however you say his last name. Yeah. He was 22 of 30, 253 yards and two touchdowns. And they beat a really good Utah defense that I think, unfortunately, is looking forward to next year with Cam Rising coming back for his seventh year. So I'm glad you said um... – Arizona because they have a path to the Pac-12 championship. If Oregon loses and they win, they're in. If they if they did not lose against Mississippi State earlier this year, they would be they would be up there top ten team. Arizona is sneaky, really good this year, and they're not winning by like a field goal or nothing. Like they're blowing teams out. They blew out Utah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're playing really good ball. I mean, they're like I said, they're just kind of like most teams are getting hot at the right time. They look so much better than they, than they have in 20 years, man. Like, they look really good. Uh, Libby, who's your player of the week? Well, I watched two games, so Brennan Armstrong. Oh, you're going you're gonna to give credit to – I sure am. Uh, ah, look at that. <laughs> Gosh. Hey, first one against Virginia Tech in eight years. Yeah, let's go. God, he's first not time good. for everything. He is not a good quarterback. He's so bad. Um, okay, so my my two players a week is um Jaden Daniels, uh, six passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. Yes, it was versus Georgia State, but like anytime you score eight <laughs> touchdowns, man, you have to be mentioned. And then um, next one will kind of surprise you. Anthony Coleandra, the freshman quarterback from Virginia, they beat Duke 30-27, 278 passing, 66 rushing. I watched a little bit of that game. Dude, he's good. And he was good against NC State, so they, too, if I remember correctly. Like, he's yeah, not a yeah he was. They beat Duke. They yeah, they beat Duke. I saw. I didn't watch like, the game, but UVA is sneaky. Like with that freshman quarterback, if he does not, if Nick Saban doesn't get his hands on him, like and somehow Bennett keeps him, UVA might be sneaky good next year. All right, well, that just answered my question for one of my picks, <laughs> dude. Yes, I, I mean he looks. <laughs> he actually looks really like. Go back and watch the highlights. Like the news fast. He can throw the ball. He has poise in the pocket. And he, you know, he's played all – I think he's played most of the year. Um, I mean, actually, he looked good against looks, us yeah, for the most looked, part. Yeah, I mean, he looked good. Like I said, he looked good against NC State in that Friday night game. Underneath well, really, the- and surely, 
Really and truly, they should have beat NC State if it wasn't for that penalty yeah. he had where he took yeah. his helmet off. So. Well, that's a and that's a freshman in state, but like, dude's good. Like he's he's been like keeping UVA like their record. Yes, they were bad at the beginning of the year, but the last couple of games they've played they played well. All right, we'll go into the winners of the week. Um, I'll knock out my couple. Um, I got I got four. Um, I got University of Georgia. Um, they went into Neyland after the opening 80-yard touchdown run that Tennessee had. It was all Georgia from there. Um, Washington barely winning. <clears throat> Their defense is showing up when it needs to. It feels like a team of destiny there. Um, Arizona, like we've already talked about, and I won't go into it much more. Like they're they look really, really good. And I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if Oregon loses just to see Arizona mess up Washington's schedule. And that leads into my final winner, the college football drama with Jordan Travis's injury, which never wish an injury on a player, especially that bad. Like that was awful. Like that, I can't yeah, watch it. Like looked, it was, yeah, uh, it was so disgusting. Um but like the draw that we're about to have, like this year would have been perfect for the first team, first twelve team playoff. And I almost wish that they will overrule it and kind of do the first twelve team playoff here. I know they're not going to, but like this year would have been the perfect year for it because Arizona would be in. I think. I think if JMU would have lost, I think they would have potentially had a shot because it has nothing to do with bowls. Like it would have been, it would have been fun to kind of see a twelve team playoff here. Um, going forward uh, but that's my that's my winners of the week like the college football drama being the main one like we're we're about to hear some crazy stuff come out this week and and it actually yeah. feels like the the championship games actually matter for once Andrew yeah. what you got for winners of the week winners of the week I went with Arizona Alabama Clemson and yeah. Washington yeah, Clemson actually looked pretty good too. Yeah. Clemson and Washington. Yep. I mean that's that's pretty fair there. Libby, who, who you got? I had Clemson, Georgia, and UVA. Yeah. I, I mean we have to give our credit to UVA because they were big, first three weeks of the season, I would have said they're the worst team in power five. Yeah, I wouldn't have um, expected them to beat Duke. Now but... I, I think it's Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest is probably the worst team in power five. Maybe Vanderbilt, but Wake Forest is pretty bad. Um, and then losers of the week. Uh, Andrew, who you got? What you got? Losers of the week. Losers of the week. I went with Florida, Florida State, Utah, and Michigan. What's your reasoning behind behind them? Florida, you just get your hopes up, man. They just always find a way late in the game. Yep. Even with the hurt quarterback, they just the defense always falters. Florida yeah. State, dude, the Jordan Travis injury. I hate to say it, I think that's going to be detrimental to that team. I mean, he he was a pretty daggone good quarterback, but I just don't know or trust the backup. Yeah, Utah. I know with Cameron being back, being out, he'll be back you know, next year. By the way, I don't know. We'll be back next year for seventh year. I just – I didn't expect that program to fall off that much, but they did. And Michigan, to be honest with you, man, against Maryland, even with the hardball crap going on, they did not look all that great. 
Yeah. So that kind of worries me, you know, for that Big Ten matchup this weekend that everybody's looking forward to. I think they're actually getting ready to play a pretty good team. It's probably just my Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's very fair as well. Um, yeah, Cam Rising will be back next year. It's good for Utah, uh, especially going into the Big 12. Um Florida, Graham Mertz was having such a good season for Florida. Florida's defense is filled with a bunch of freshmen, but Billy Napier needs to watch. He needs to hope that he beats Florida State this weekend to get into the bowl, because if not, his number three or four recruiting class is going to go out. Uh, that was that was mine as well. Mertz broke his collarbone. I don't know if you saw the play that he did it. He ran over two people and then got up and then trucked two more people and then ran a play and then realized, oh, crap, my adrenaline's gone, and I broke my collarbone. He's out oh. for the year. Like, um, they had a freshman come in who didn't look awful, throws the ball like Rich Gannon, like that little sidearm, like almost like Phillip Rivers, that sidearm, like short <laughs> short throw that looks it looks so bad. But he didn't look awful um, with it. Um, and then Duke, where did Duke go? Like I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah, like Duke just kind of disappeared off the map. I know they're on their third string quarterback, but like, where did Duke go from the beginning of the year? Um, so those are my losers of the week. Libby, who you got? Uh, Duke. <laughs> I think Duke and State kind of flip positions just a yeah. little bit. Um, and JMU because everybody was so there. 10 and 0 and all that and App State just beat them. Yeah, we we kind of mentioned it last week. Um the news where they got were were rejected again for the bowl. I, I, it swayed me, I think a little bit as well. App State's not a bad team and App State always steps up to these types of games. We should have been do. confident of it. Andrew texted me, he was son of a bitch. I should have picked App State. Um and, and and I should have as well. Like that was that that was definitely it too. But No, I did. At the same time, shout out JMU for breaking college game day record. Like that crowd, I was telling them, um, um, that crowd was nuts. Like twenty three thousand people there. I was like, I was like, I was telling Lisa, I was like, man, that crowd just seems bigger than normal crowds at game day, and that's what you love to see, right? Like, is is those kinds of things. So. I think it was twenty. I think it was twenty six. Was it? I thought it was twenty two nine, but it, I wouldn't be surprised no, if it was twenty six. Was it twenty six? I'm pretty sure. I thought. I'm pretty sure they said it broke the record with twenty six thousand. Yeah, it broke, I think. whatever it was broke the record, which is nuts. Wow. Like, I mean that that place, and even uh, Pat McAfee show on Friday, Friday at from twelve to one or twelve to three, they do a show, and they had at least ten thousand people there. Good lord! It was, it was, I, I listened to the podcast, and it was nuts. Like they were going crazy. So shout out JMU for that at least. Um, but welcome to Division One FBS. I still think they're the best G five team. I think Tulane took a massive step back this year, um, but we'll see. We'll see, man, because they're 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 good. Um, let's go ahead and get into the game picks. Uh, Libby, I know you've been keeping your record this yeah. year on your own. What's your record this year? Eighty-two forty-three. That's that is Andrew's record to a T as well. Woo! Andrew is eighty-two and forty-three as well. Um, I had a bad week last week. I'm 85 and 40. Andrew, Andrew smoked me last week. Um, and my locks are 71 and 59 uh, for the uh, gambling picks. Um, so shout out there. Um, 
And shout out to everybody keeping along. And I've got a couple other tests, texts about people uh, picking and giving me crap for my my BS picks. So, um, but hey, I'm here for the clicks, man. So give me all the fun picks. <laughs> I'll start off on Thursday, Thanksgiving, the Egg Bowl, which is sneakily one of my favorite rivalries. I, they always play to each other to a T. I loved it when Mike Leach was there, you know, RIP. Uh, Ole Miss at Mississippi State, the Egg Bowl, great name for a bowl as well. Uh, Ole Miss is favored by 10. Uh, I'm going to go with Andrew first. Who you got, Andrew? Give me Kiffin and the boys. Yes, sir. Is that you as well, Libby? It sure is. I think so as well. I A part of me wants to pick Mississippi State, especially um, after their interim coach ran into or drove into the locker room with a four-wheeler. Um, you know, that kind of stuff gets me hyped, but I'm going to go Ole Miss as well. I think Mississippi State's down this year, but watch out for him next year. Um, next game, we hey, have you know, who'd be a good you know, who'd be a good candidate for the Mississippi State job? Who's that? Cadillac Williams. I wouldn't mind that. I, I wouldn't mind that. I think, I think Hughes needs to go. Um, I think he needs to go maybe a G5 first. Uh, but what he did with Auburn last year, he should have gotten consideration for that job by far. And could you imagine him at like USF in Tampa where he played professionally? Yep. That would be a good match. That would be a very good match down there. Um, next game was uh, UTSA at Tulane. Both head coaches are getting uh, nods for different jobs. UTSA's coach is getting a nod for Texas A&M. And then Tulsa's uh, – Tulane's coach, excuse me, is getting a nod for uh, Mississippi State and Texas A&M. Um, distractions all around. Tulane's favored by three and a half. It's not the same Tulane here uh, as, as years past, but I'm going to go with Tulane because it's at home and because they have the best logo in college football. Andrew, who you got? Give me UTSA, son. The Roadrunners. Yeah, the only reason why is – Nope. You look at the last five games, they have won over 14 points, and Tulane has struggled the last three or four. Yeah. Putting teams away. No, I, I, I'm I with you, and, and UTSA is probably the pick here, but I, the only reason why I'm giving them a nod is because it's at home, and, to be completely honest. I was, I was high on UTSA last year. I know you and I talked about it for their bowl game, and sneaky good uniforms and color for them, too. Um, but – that's a good pick. Libby, who you got? Tulane. All right, Tulane as well. Uh, next game is the uh, Oregon State at Oregon. I believe this is the Civil War, and it's finally coming back to being called the Civil War as well. Is it? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I've heard a couple of people call it that. They're like, we don't care anymore. We're calling it the Civil awesome. War. Awesome. Um, Oregon State at Oregon. Oregon is favored by 13 and a half. I... I Short synopsis here. I think Oregon wins, but I think Oregon State covers. They're sneaky good. Like Oregon State's losses are less than a touchdown in almost every single one, and all three of them. Like DJ's playing. Andrew can give me crap for this. I don't care. DJ's <laughs> playing so much better than he did at Clemson. Like he looks like a new person. I'm happy for him. Um, not as good as I thought he would be, but that's besides the point. But I think I think uh, Oregon State keeps it close. If it was at Oregon State, that's a different animal. But I'm going Oregon here. I'm going Oregon. 
Bo Nix kills it for the Heisman this weekend. You think he solidifies it? Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad pick. Uh, next game we have is uh, FSU at Florida. Um, FSU is favored by six and a half. I don't think the line changed that much. I think it was eight and a half before Jordan Travis got hurt. Um, shout out North Alabama. Shout out Nick, uh, assistant coach of the baseball team out there. Him and I were texting during that game uh, before Jordan Travis got hurt. Um, anyways, FSU at Florida. Libby, who you got? <laughs> I got Florida State. Andrew, who you got? <laughs> I don't know. Who do you have? Oh, so, Lord. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, no, it's already packed. So we're recording a day early, and this episode will be out a day early as well. Um, I got a uh, shirt on uh, Florida gear, Florida fan gear, whatever the, the university shop is, for $9.99. Uh, a quarter zip, mossy up quarter zip that has University of Florida Gator right here. That's who I'm going with here. I think Max Brown uh, is going to take them. Freshman quarterback, give me ETN and Montrell Johnson, and give me uh, Ricky Pearsall to all have big games here, especially with the quarterback. Offense is an issue for Florida. It's their defense. It's going to be a very high-scoring game, even with backup quarterbacks. I'm going to go Florida because the Swamp is a tough place to play. Let's go with Florida. Uh, I told you I was going to pick Florida. Don't Every do time it, I pick them. You're going to mess me up. Yep. I'm staying in the ACC. Give me the nasty Knowles. I think the backup quarterback goes into the swamp, and I think what, what time is the game? To keep night game. Is it a night game? Mm-hmm. Andrew, that's that's a very valid pick. You gotta remember Libby's reasoning is very you got valid. you got to you have you have to remember the same backup quarterback came in last year and beat Louisville when Jordan Travis got injured, which pretty much saved Florida State season. See, this is the this is our this is my argument for every single rivalry game. It doesn't records don't matter. It doesn't matter because uh, look at UNC NC State last year. NC State was down in the dumps last year after losing MJ. They had Finley coming in, and Finley put on a performance. I'm sticking with the Nationals. Uh, I (laughs) think I am, too. When you guys get hateful texts from Elise, it's not my fault. Um, I'm sorry. She won't do that. Just kidding. Uh, Next game is Texas A&M at LSU. This one, I think, is going to be a lot closer than people think. LSU is favored by 11 and a half. Um, Texas A&M seems to be rolling. They seem to be playing better um, with interim coach, maybe playing a little bit more uh, uh, for the for the coach. Um, who you got here, Libby, Texas A&M or LSU? Yeah. This one was hard, but I think I'm going to LSU. It's in it's in Death Valley, which scares it me. is. Yeah. Is it a night game though? I can't remember. I don't. Andrew, what you got? Is it a night game? Go Tigers! Go Tigers! That's who to come back to college football. Let me see him at Mississippi State. Ed Orgeron at Mississippi State. That'd be perfect. You case. Okay. 
I, I want him at Florida too. Go Gators. <laughs> um, where is this game at? Uh, it's a noon kickoff. Noon kickoff. Noon uh, kickoff. Which makes my pick even better. Uh, I'm going Texas A&M here with the upset. I I, I think um, Jaden Daniels is going to put on a performance. I think this is what kicks him out of the Heisman race as a third loss. Um, same thing that Andrew and Uncle Mark said there as well. Um, Bo Nix needs to solidify it as well. Now, if they both lose, then it's a whole can of worms that we're going to have to talk about next week. But oh, yeah. uh, I'm going Texas A&M uh, here for the, for the huge upset. So I picked back-to-back upsets, uh, which is really scaring me now that we have three different Andrew. You're about to take over the lead in the last week of the season. Don't call it a comeback. Um, <laughs> next game we have is uh, Bama at Auburn. Uh, Bama's favored by 14 and a half. Um, I'll knock this one out first. I think Bama wins, and I think Bama wins bigger than 14. That Bama team, Nick Saban has Milrow and the boys rolling. And if Milrow played like this all year, he would be my Heisman winner because he is playing lights out. He looks really good right now. Yeah. Libby, who you got? Roll Tide. Andrew? And my dollar. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a slacking there. Now it's at Auburn, which scares me, but um, you know, we'll see. Uh, this game here is probably the the toughest game that I had to pick, and it's not even going to be a good game. Uh, well, it might be. Uh, Virginia Tech at UVA. Um, Virginia Tech's favored by three. They made an impressive comeback last week. You never know which Virginia Tech team they're going to get, whether it's the team that gets their butts handed to them by Louisville or blows out Syracuse. Um, Virginia Tech favored by three. Who wants to go first on this one? Because I sure don't. I don't either because I didn't even pick anybody yet. All right, Andrew, who you got? You Jimmy, the Wahoos out of Charlottesville. I think the way Tech played last week, if they don't get it going in the first half, well, the first quarter, UVA has got them dead in the rights. Yeah, I think Tech waited around a little bit too long to go back to what the bread and butter was, and they exposed NC State a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think with UVA beating Duke last week and also beating Carolina this year, Tony Elliott might have something somewhat cooking in Charlottesville. Yeah. I would like to see. I would like to see Tony Elliott. Finally beat Tech in Charlottesville this year, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the Wahoos. So I'll give you a chance to change your mind. Tech is playing for a bowl appearance. I ain't changing my mind on that. Okay. Libby, who you got? Oh, it's not in Blacksburg. Nope. It's a 3.30 kickoff. It is a 3.30 kickoff. I... I want to go with Virginia so bad. I. It's tough. Yeah, I'll go with, the way they're I'll go with Virginia. Playing, he's playing very good. I'll like, go with Virginia. You're going UVA. I'm going to go Tech here. Um, and and it's solely because you guys picked UVA that I'm going Tech because I had my pocket of Anthony the quarterback. I had him in there. And then when Andrew says, well, that picks my pick for that one game, I was like, dang it, 
I gave my I gave my chips away there. Um, I, <clears throat> I think Tech wants to get into bowl game. I think Brent Pry needs to get into a bowl game or he's gone. Um, even though Tech has had a decent season, better than expected, I think everybody can say. Um, but I think he needs I he needs this win to get into a bowl game. So I think Tech wins. Um, I'm not confident in it. I, I'm not. I think it's a pick on because home field advantage is worth three points, right, on the spread, and that's where it's at. So uh, pick them there. Uh, Clemson at South Carolina. Clemson's favored by seven points. Uh, which Clemson are we going to see as well? Is it going to be the Clemson that first that played NC State, or is it going to be the Clemson that beat UNC? Uh, who knows at this point? Uh, I'm going Clemson. I think Clemson actually is going to beat South Carolina pretty big. Um South Carolina can't stop the run, and that seems to be what Clemson is doing well right now. I got Clemson. Yeah, give it the boys from Death Valley, the real Death Valley. The real ooh, Death Valley. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, how many how many national championships have LSU won in the past ten years? They've they've might have had the best team in college. <laughs> How many championships have they won in the last ten? One. One. Clemson's only okay. One How many has? Oh well, two is bigger than one. <laughs> <laughs> your your logic is not wrong. <laughs> your logic is not wrong. Exactly. Uh, point. <laughs> Who are you more scared to play at night, though, at, at LSU or at Clemson? See, I'm more scared to play at night at right now. LSU. During the day, I'm more scared right to play now. Well, uh, Right now, the way both teams have been playing, hey, that's a pick em. Yeah, <laughs> that's very fair as well. Um, next game, Iowa State at Kansas State. Iowa State was soaring for – Weeks and weeks, and then just looked awful against Texas. Texas handled business last week. Um, Kansas State, who knows what Kansas State is, because they look good for a half and then bad for a half. Uh, Kansas State is favored by nine and a half. Uh, I'm going Kansas State here. Um, just because I don't think Iowa State's fully there, I trust Iowa State's quarterback and offense, but not their defense. And it's Kansas State at home, so – And Give me K-State. I'm going Kansas State as well. I, I just – I think this one might turn into a f very fun game, but I just don't know. Um, and then the game of the week, Ohio State at Michigan. This is basically our first playoff game this year, right? Because winner <laughs> goes to the Big Ten championship and most likely gets into the playoff. Both undefeated. Uh, Michigan has won the last two years. Um, cheating scandal, so Harbaugh won't be on the sideline as of right now. That could change. This is Tuesday night. Um, Michigan is favored by only three. Like I said before, home field advantage gives a, usually a three-point spread advantage. Um, so it's basically a pick em here. Um, I have a rant that I'm going to go on, but I, I can – do you guys want me to start or do you guys want to go first? Andrew, you go first. I'm going with Kyle McCord and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Libby, who you got? <laughs> I got Michigan. I'm going to tell you why. Michigan ain't played nobody, and Ohio State has, and this will show this weekend. 
So yeah, let's let's look let's look at the game, right? So um, just typing in the answers there. Uh, so let's look at it, right? Defense, we can say it's probably a toss up, right? They both have very good defenses. No, nobody's leaning one way or the other. Um, quarterback play, I don't think McCarthy's that good. He's not shown it this year. McCord, he's had moments, but he's not shown it this year as well. I think that's a toss up. Running backs. I give the slight edge to Michigan just because Corum's got what like 19 this year. Donovan Edwards is pretty good. Um, receivers, I give the edge to Ohio State. Ibuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. is way better. Um, so it comes down to quarterback. And, and like I said, I know I said they're 50-50. Um, Kyle McCord with Marvin Harrison, I trust more than J.J. McCarthy and any other receiver. So I'm going to Ohio State as well. I, I've not been on Michigan all year. I, I think they're a Fugues team. Like Andrew said, they haven't played anybody. Um, it's who do you trust more, and it's Kyle McCord versus J.J. McCarthy, and I don't I don't trust J.J. McCarthy at all. I've seen him for three years. I don't trust him at all. So I'm going Kyle McCord. Why not? Give the young kid a shot. Um, okay. So that's our picks this week here. Um, some. I got uh, another game. Oh, do you guys want to do the bonus game? Andrew told me never to put NC State. No, okay, all right. Libby, if we were to I will be very vocal for the both of us at the game, Andrew. Maddie will be there, too. Got you. If you were. If you want to pick it, you can pick it. I'm not. It's been left off the show. Knock on wood. That's all I'm saying. I'm not picking it. Okay. But, But I'll be there. For anybody who's referencing yeah. this UNC-NC State game, I, I think that'd be a very tough game to pick because I think they're both very even teams the way that they'd be. It's a night game play. too, baby. Let's go. Um, upset of the week. Libby, do you have any upsets this yeah. week? That's no. a prime time Saturday night. What? That's a prime time Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Yeah. No They'll be playing on the Wolfpack Libby? Network. Wolfpack upsetting. I don't think they're by a touchdown favorite. I think it's a three point game. It uh, CW Network. The CW Network stands for NC State Network, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Sure Wolfpack. does. That's that Carolina education there, Andrew. Love, love that you're showing it off there. Yep. I appreciate it. We're a blue <laughs> collar. We get our hands dirty. Andrew, who's your upset of the week? I got two. I went with Texas Tech over Texas and Texas A&M over LSU. So you called um, you called the Texas Tech over Texas at the beginning of the year in our in our preview show, but they've they've not lived up to the hype um, this year. Tyler Tyler slow 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 whatever the quarterback is, he's entering the transfer portal. Um, so you still think it's a hangout spot for Texas here? Yeah, I mean, Texas Tech's been playing some pretty good ball. I mean, it doesn't go against anything. I mean, it's – I think Texas Tech has a chance to go in there and upset them, yeah. Yeah. I, I think those are good picks. Those aren't the ones that I had. I had Texas A&M outright, so I didn't put them for my upset of the week. Um, I have UF over F- FSU. I'll, I'll be a homer. That's fine. Um, but it's a rivalry game. If you watch it last year, it was very close. Um, fun game to watch. And it's at the Swamp this year, and Billy Napier has proven that he can win at the Swamp. Uh, he can't win anywhere else, but, you know, that's that's 
another conversation. And I think he needs to have this win to go to a bowl game where he's going to lose his recruiting class. Um, and the next one, it's not on anybody's radar, but Kentucky over Louisville. I, I can see a letdown spot here. I, I just, I, I think, I don't know. I just have a weird feeling that Kentucky's going to go in there and I think Louisville is going to be focused on FSU for next week. And I just, I have a feeling Kentucky's going to, you know, shut up, or shut up right now and just kind of roll over them. I think that's an 11 point, 10 point game at this point. Not 100% sure there. Um, we'll go to, while I'm looking that up, we can go to player of the week. Libby, who's your player of the week this week? Oh, God. It's a seven point game. But yeah. Uh, you already know who you want to pick. <laughs> who do I want to pick? Brandon Armstrong. Uh, no. No, he's on he's on the defensive side. Don't Peyton even worry. Peyton Wilson. Every every show that she's been on here, it's Peyton Wilson. Peyton Wilson. And <laughs> she gets the hearts going. For people well, listening, I will say the hearts going. That on. dude. That dude is a badass. He's actually a finalist for the Buckus Award. Yeah, he is. All right, so we got Peyton Wilson for for Libby. Andrew, who you got for Player of the Week? Man, I'm going with Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he falls out. He torches that secondary. I'm not as biased as you are. Yeah, that's a good pick. And I think he needs to. for If if a house thinks to win, he needs to. And I'm I'm kind of going on, on the same – same spectrum here as well. Um, Bo Nix. Bo Nix needs to go off because Arizona is quietly creeping up there, right? Oregon State's not a bad team, not a bad defense. Bo Nix needs to have a good game. If he does, he wins the Heisman, in my opinion. And you said it earlier, for sure. Um, all right. And then uh, one last thing that we wanted to I kind of like that quarterback from UVA, too. One one last thing that Atlanta. we wanted to uh, talk about as well is is what's your favorite college football rivalry? Um, and there's so many of them out there. There's too I, many. I remember the Iron Bowl with Alabama. That's, yeah, that one's good. Um, you have the basketball bowl with NC State and UNC. Um, no, not what you call it. <laughs> you have the Wrong. Egg Bowl with Mississippi State, Ole Miss. You got um, Ohio State, Michigan. Um, Apple. The, the Apple Cup, yep, that's right, with uh, Washington, Washington State, uh, which they renewed as well. That's very good, even though that um, Washington's leaving, they did renew it. Um, you have Bedlam, which was Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, uh, Red River Rivalry, the Civil War, you got a bunch of them. Uh, if you had to pick one, what what would your favorite college football rivalry be that you watch? doesn't have to be, like, historic or anything, but, like, the one of your favorites. Libby, you want to go first? I like the Iron Bowl. Yeah, I I can I can remember um, the the kick six. Did, were do you remember that Libby? Where they kicked the field goal, Alabama kicks the field goal, and then Auburn runs it back. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That was one of the most electric plays I I can remember. Andrew, what's your favorite college football rivalry? I'm staying in the backyard, NC State and North Carolina, because both schools hate each other. Oh, I'm going to. Absolutely. It ain't nothing but blue-collar boys versus a bunch of preppy-ass doctors and lawyers or whatever it is they got going on. Tobacco road rivalry. And I can tell you one thing. 
it's ugly. I've been to many of them games, and the hatred that is between both fans and both fan bases, I love it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple fun ones out there, like we've already mentioned. I also think Florida, Georgia is also a very, very good one, very underrated. Um, I think um, I think the Egg Bowl with Mississippi State, Ole Miss, that's a very fun one every single year, it always seems. Um, then you have all the ones in Notre Dame. Notre Dame, USC, the old Brady Quinn versus uh, Reggie Bush. Like, th- those are great, great games. Um but I'm, I'm kind of tied between the Iron Bowl and then the Red River Robbery. The Texas-Oklahoma game always seems to be really fun, and it's it's not late in the season. It's it's a first weekend of October because of the Texas State Fair. So I, I think I have to go Red River Robbery or Red River Shootout um, uh, just because Libby took my Iron Bowl pick. <laughs> um, so that's, that's what I would go with as well. Um, so, uh, last thing here is, is Uncle Mark still around or is he not? Yeah, he's right in front of me. Does he want to give any hot takes or any picks that we kind of talked about or? Here, Dad, do your his favorite college football rivalry? Favorite. At least give us that. Come on. I don't know. You got Florida. Florida State's always been a good, nasty rivalry, but you also yeah. have the Iron Bowls have always been a really good one for, well, Mostly, I mean, there was a time uh, Alabama was down, but those uh, those are probably your two, my two better ones that I liked. Um, Michigan and now, don't get me wrong, Michigan and Ohio State hate each other too. That was yeah. a good one for a year, but the eighties were better in that one. And I know y'all don't remember the eighties. <laughs> well, the the Catholics versus the convicts too. You have them. Well, that 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 one was only in the eighties. That one was not as good. I mean, Miami's never been that that dominant school, yeah. except for back in the eighties when they had the really nasty and they brought yeah. it up with Schumacher and then Johnson. Ever since then, yeah. it kind of has gone downhill. But the other ones I just mentioned, like I said, Ohio yeah. State, Michigan, Florida, Florida State, and then uh, Auburn and Alabama. Those, those are probably my my three best. Yeah, I think those are the top ones. I, I mean, you, you can't – I don't think you can cut out Florida-Georgia as well because that one always seems to be a real fun game except for lately. Like, Georgia, when they've been down, when Florida was up, same things as well. Um, uh, LSU-Alabama was up there too. I, I think that those have been fun in the past 10 years, yeah. 15 years. But but I think the Iron Bowl is probably the answer. Iron Bowl or Michigan-Ohio uh, State, I think, is probably yep. the answer. And that, that, that's pretty much mine. I know I keep mentioning it, but the Egg Bowl, that, that Thanksgiving night, if you don't want to watch pro football, you watch the Ole Miss, Mississippi State. It's always now that's, to watch. Yeah, that's a good one to watch, too. That, that was fun. I didn't even think about that one. And yeah. I don't know. I'm not a West Coast. The Apple Bowl. Was, yeah, was, Apple that, Bowl. that was not too bad. Yeah. That one hasn't been too bad, but the two teams have never been that great. And it's all on the West Coast. And the bad thing about the West Coast, I don't stay up late enough to watch them. So yeah, yeah, and, and people always forget the Red River Shootout too with uh, Texas Oklahoma because it happened so early. But well, no, uh, I don't forget that one. It's just that that one's doesn't that one's feel like the rivalry. That it it's not. It's not as good of a rivalry. It used to be a pretty good one, and I, I used to look forward to it. But here lately, it's not been all that great of a rivalry, and it yeah. doesn't have the hype like these at the end of the year have. 
Yeah, that's yeah, I agree with that for sure. All right, well, that's our show for this week. Uh, we're a day early here, so don't borrow us for his picks. Oh, before we go, I'll give my locks of the week. I forgot to do that as well. Um, and feel free to chime in, Libby, Uncle Mark, Andrew. If you hear one that you don't like, let me know. Uh, BYU at Oklahoma State, I got BYU plus 17. Um, JMU at Coastal, I have Coastal plus nine. Uh, UNC, NC State, I have NC State plus three right now. I think that game's going to be very close. Uh, Mark FSU, and I don't like that one. No, I just. Carolina's here. What? You think what? UNC will win big? Now, I don't know if it's going to be a big win, and it possibly could be. They could blow it open, and, and mm. they got an offense that can blow it open. That's what's All right, let's get off, get off I, the topic. I think that defense will hold – I think the defense will hold a man, especially the way that Clemson beat UNC last week. But we'll see – I guess we'll see on that one. Only, Donovan, only if – only if the offense can sustain a few drives to stay without three and outs. That's yeah. my whole yeah. issue – I think our defense can hold, but yeah. our offense has got to sustain something. They've got to go out there and prove that they can actually uh, stay out on the field instead of yeah. like they did early in the season. Yeah, that's no, fair. I mean, that's that's completely fair uh, as well. Um, next one we got is FSU at Florida. I got Florida plus six and a half. I think they can win outright. Uh, FSU at Florida, again, over 50 and a half. I think it's just going to be a shootout. I, I can see that being like a 38-35 game. Um, Navy at SMU, uh, we're going to go over 45 and a half. Navy's been scoring quite a bit, actually, lately. Um, Bama at Auburn, over 48 and a half, and Bama minus 14 and a half. I think they win by, like, three touchdowns. I don't think it's close. Uh, Arizona at Arizona State, I have Arizona minus 10 and a half. I think they win by at least two touchdowns, the way they've been playing. And then Clemson at South Carolina, uh, Clemson minus seven. I think they win by at least 10 points. Um but we'll we'll see on that. You never know with rivalry weekend. Um, all right. Well, that's the show for us this week. Thank you guys for uh, joining and tuning in. Next week it'll be a later episode. I am recording with uh, Milwaukee Mike, a friend of mine. We're going to go over our uh, conference championships next Thursday, and we'll be out on Friday, uh, the day for conference championships. Uh, so thank you guys for for joining, and we'll see you next. Week.